Hare Krishna, today we are reading chapter 9, text 1 and 2. Hare Krishna Mataji, please take over the call now. Hare Krishna Dandavat Pranam. We will start with Mangala Charan prayer. Om Adnyanati Mirandasya Dnyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasme Shri Gurave Namaha. Shri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Thapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunathan Vitantvam Tajivam Tadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Tri Vishakhan Vitanscha E Krishna Karuna Sindo Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Tadha Kanta Namostute Sapta Kanchana Gaurangi Rade Vrindavaneshwari Rushabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakal Patarupishya Krupa Sindupya Evacha Patita Nam Pavanebio Vaishnavebio Namo Namaha Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vas Adhikaur Bhakta Vrunda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Lapravupat ki jai Guru Maharaj ki jai so I welcome you all to this Sunday class. So we are starting today chapter 9. So we did chapter 8 chapter in I think it took us last 2 years or 3 years. <laughs> we started long back but we are going really slow. But uh, before starting to even today's chapter I would like everyone to read it once and then we will start this. So uh, like usual we will take turns and we will read the Sanskrit part and uh, meaning of it. So let's start chapter 9, 4 shloka each. We will start like Haladar Das Prabhuji will go first, Vikas Prabhu, Valli Mataji, Nitya Gopal Das Prabhuji, then we have Har Prasad Prabhu, uh, Harshita Mataji, and uh, Sumati Mataji and then Harshita Mataji. So Harshita Mataji only I can't hear you properly, so just speak up loudly. And then I will go last. So four shloka each, we will start chapter 9 today. So we will be doing reading. And after that, we, if time permits, we will take first uh, shloka. Thank you so much. So, Aladadas Prabhuji, would you like to start? Read only the translation, right, Mataji? Anything is fine. I mean, uh, yeah, only translation is fine too. Because we learn how to 
knowledge and realizations, knowing which you shall be relieved of the miseries of material existence. This knowledge is king of education's most secret of all secrets. It is uh, purest knowledge and because it gives the direct perceptions of the self by realizations, it is a perfect perfection of the religion. It is uh, everlasting and it is joyful, joyfully performed. Text number three. Those who are not faithful in the devotional service cannot attain me, O conqueror of the uh, conqueror of the enemies. Uh, therefore, they return to the path of uh, birth and uh, death in this material world. And the text number four. By me, in my unmanifested form. This entire universe is pervade. All beings are in me, but I am not in them. Hare Krishna Matai. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Vikas Prabhu. Yes, Mataji. Hare Krishna, text 5. And yet everything that is created does not rest in me. Behold my mystic opulence. Although I am the maintainer of all living entities and although I am everywhere, I am not a part of this cosmic manifestation, for myself is the very soul of crea- very source of creation. Text 6. Understand that as the mighty wind blowing everywhere rests always in the sky, all created beings rest in me. Text 7. O son of Kunti, at the end of the millennium, and all material manifestations enter into my nature. And at the beginning of another millennium, by my potency, I create them again. Text 8. The whole cosmic order is under me. Under my will, it is automatically manifested again and again. And under my will, it will be annihilated at the end. Hare Krishna. O Dhananjaya, all this work cannot bind me. I am ever detached from all these material activities, seated as though neutral. This is material nature, which is one of my energies, is working under my direction, O son of Kunti, producing all moving and non-moving beings. Under its rule, this manifestation is created and annihilated again and again. Fools deride me when I descend in the human form. They do not know my transcendental nature as the Supreme Lord of all that be. Those who are thus bewildered are attracted by demonic and atheistic views. In that delusion, deluded condition, their hopes for liberation, their fruitive activities and their culture of knowledge are all defeated. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Text 13. O son of Pratha, those who are not deluded, the great souls, are under the protection of the divine nature. They are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, original and inexhaustible. Text 14. Always chanting my glories, enduring with great determination, 
bowing down for me, these great souls perpetually worship me with devotion. Text 15 Others who engage in sacrifice by the cultivation of knowledge worship the Supreme Lord as the one without a second. As as diverse in many and in the universal form. Text 16. But it is I who who am the uh, ritual, I the sacrifice, the offering to the ancestors, the healing herb, the transcendental chant. I am the butter and the fire and the offering. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Yeah, text, text 17. Okay. I am the father of the universe and mother, the mother, the support and the grand, 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 I am the object of knowledge and purifier and the syllable Om. I am also the Rig, the Psalm and the Yajur Veda. Text 18. I am the goal, the sustainer, the master, the witness, the avode, the refugee, and the most dear friend. I am the creation and the annihilation, the basis of everything, the resting place and the eternal seed. Text 19. O Arjuna, I give her a heat and I withhold the send and send send forth forth the rain. I am immortality, and I am the health uh, death. I am also death personified. Both spirit and matter are in me. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Next, Mataji, Asita Smati. I think this twentieth also you can read and then yeah. Okay. Those who are studying the yeah. yes, Those who study the Vedas and drink the song juice seeking the heavenly planets worship Mida indirectly, purified in of sinful reaction, they take birth on the pious heavenly planet of Indra where they enjoy godly delights. Hare Krishna. No, 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 just transitionally. When they have thus enjoyed vast heavenly sense pleasure and the results of their pious activities are exhausted, they return to this mortal, mortal planet again. And thus, those who seek sense enjoyment by adhering to the principles of these three Vedas achieve only repeated birth and death. Text number 22. But those who always worship me with exclusive devotion, meditating on my transcendental form, to them I carry what they lack and preserve what they have. Text number 23. Those who are devotees of other gods and who worship them with faith actually worship me, only me, O son of Kunti, but they who do so in the wrong way. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Sumatra. 
what situation he is talking so that also is very important that you should study and shila prabhupada had written everything in the purport so it is very nice that like we have like you know kind of this ready made plate only like we have to eat it properly and with you know proper time and properly we have to eat it every day and that will give us strength so thank you again for reading everyone was reading so nicely it felt as if like you know we should continue reading couple of more chapter but we will stop here and we will start our first shloka today so nitya gopal das prabhu ji thank you so much for joining now you know that like what we do is like we take turns and first we learn sanskrit uh, way of reading uh, or sanskrit reading sanskrit shloka reading we learn it from halada das prabhu ji we repeat it and then we uh, after reading purport we do the discussion translation and purport we do the discussion so let's start first shloka sanskrit part halada das prabhu ji will guide us संस्कृतवे ुवाच प्रवक्षाम्यनुसूयवे ज्ञान सहित मोक्ष से सुभात हरे कृष्ण 
हरे कृष्ण श्री भगवान उच इदम तुते गुह्यतम प्रवक्षाम्य अनसूय वे ज्ञानम विज्ञान सहित मोक्ष से अशुभात हरे कृष्ण श्री भगवाच इदम तुते गुह्यतम प्रवक्ष्यानुसूय वे ज्ञानम विज्ञान सहित फिडेंशियल Pravakshami, I am speaking. Anusuyeve to the non-envious. Nyanam knowledge, vidnyanam realized knowledge. Sahitam means with yat which. Nyatva means knowing. Moksha say you will be liberated. Ashubhat means from the miserable. material existence so the shloka is shri bhagavan uvacha idam tu te guhyatamam pravakshamyana suyave jnanam vidnyana sahitam yajnyatva moksha se ashubhat the supreme personality of a god had said my dear arjuna because you are my because you are never envious of me i shall impart to you this most confidential and realized knowledge this most confidential knowledge and realization sorry and realization knowing you you shall be relieved of the miseries of material existence so we have a purport uh, and then this there are many small small paragraphs so please take turns uh, if there are paragraph is a bigger please divide it into two people and let's take a turn and read it so purport for chapter 9 yes so mata ji would you like to start uh, sumati mata ji yes mata yes mata ji krishna purport by his divine shri prabhupad As a devotee hears more and more about the Supreme Lord, he becomes enlightened. Their sharing process is recommended in the Shrimad Bhagavatam. The messages of the Supreme Personality of Godhead are full of potencies, and these potencies can be realized if topics regarding the Supreme Godhead are discussed among devotees. This cannot be achieved by the association of mental speculators or academic scholars, for it is realized knowledge. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Shri Krishna speaking. The devotees are constantly engaged in the supreme Lord's service. The Lord understands the mentality and sincerity of a particular living being, living entity who is engaged in Krishna consciousness and gives him the intelligence to understand the science of Krishna consci- Krishna and the association. of devotees discussion of krishna is very potent 
And if a fortunate person has such association and tries to assimilate the knowledge, then he will surely make advance, advancement towards spiritual realization. Lord Krishna, in order to encourage, encourage Arjuna to the higher and higher uh, elevation of his potent service, described in, ninth, in this ninth chapter matters more confidential than any he has already disclosed. Hare Krishna. Thank Hare you, Krishna. Krishna. Mm-hmm. Prabhuji, just read a couple of lines and then, yeah, Hare Gaur. Okay, sure, Mataji. The very beginning of Bhagavad Gita, the first chapter, is more or less an introduction of the rest of the book. And in the second and third chapter, the spiritual knowledge described is called confidential. Topic discussed in the seventh and eighth chapter are specifically related to the devotional service. And because they bring enlightenment in the Krishna consciousness, they are called more more confidential. Hare Krishna. Mataji, now take it over now. Valli Mataji. Yeah. But the matters which are described in the ninth chapter deal with unalloyed pure devotion. Therefore, this is called the most confidential. One who is situated in the most confidential knowledge of Krishna is naturally transcendental. He therefore has no material plans, although he is in the material world. In the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, it is said that although one who is a sincere de- has a sincere desire to render loving service to the Supreme Lord is situated in the con- conditional state of material existence, he is to be considered liberated. Similarly, we shall find in the Bhagavad Gita, 10th chapter, that anyone who is engaged in that way is a liberated person. Hare Krishna. Nitya Gopal Das Prabhuji, would you like to read? Sure, Mataji. <clears throat> now, this first verse has specific significance. The words idam jnanam, this knowledge, refers to pure devotional service, which consists of nine different activities. Hearing, chanting, remembering, serving, worshipping, praying, obeying, maintaining friendship, and surrendering everything. By the practice of these nine elements of devotional service, one is elevated to spiritual consciousness, Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna. You may continue and finish this, Prabhuji. Okay, Mataji. When one's heart is thus cleared of material contamination, one can understand this science of Krishna. Simply to understand this living, simply to understand that a living entity is not material is not sufficient. That may be beginning of spiritual realization. But one should recognize the difference between activities of the body and the spiritual activities of one who understand that he is not the body. Hare Krishna. In the seventh chapter, we have already discussed the opulent potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his different energies, the inferior and superior natures, and all this material manifestation. Now, in chapter 9, the glories of the Lord will be delineated. Hare Krishna.
and who are friend to Krishna. So it is very important that you are not envious of Krishna. And sometimes people think that like I am a devotee, so how can anyone think that like, you know, I am envious of Krishna or like, you know, there is nothing like that for, for Krishna, you know, in my mind. I am a Krishna's devotee, I appreciate him. But envious of any living entity is like you are envious of Krishna because everything, each and everything is part and parcel of a Krishna. So you have to learn to understand and practi practically implement it while, you know, moving about in this material world. So you have to always keep it in mind that everyone is part and parcel of a Krishna and I should not be envious of anyone. And it doesn't matter that what religion they are following and what path they are following because people then think that like, okay, I will just serve the devotees properly, I will respect them properly, but I, I, I don't care about the others. So that is not the right approach. You have to... You have to be friends with each and everyone. And at least if you can't be friends with, uh, you know, um, uh, some people who are like, you know, they are not in a position that like you can make a friendship with them. But still, in your mind, you should not be envious of them. You should be always remembering that you they are part and parcel of the Krishna. And thus, and then you should, you should be friend with Krishna and how you can show that you are a friend with Krishna. It is not written in this translation, but it is in one of the chapters that when Krishna was saying that you should be my friend and I will give you knowledge or I will protect you. So many times he had given that these qualifications are required to gain the knowledge and to um, achieve this bhakti. So being a friend of a Krishna is like, you know, what devotees are doing. You have to give this Krishna consciousness to everyone. They are all like, you know, suffering and people are around us and of course we are also one of them. So we are suffering and we are having this ignorance and so much, uh, so much going on from past so many lives. We had collected so many layers on like, you know, our Atma. There are so many layers of different, different uh, ignorance or like different concepts that like it, we have to clear it out. And then we have to understand that who Krishna is. And we have to also help others do that. And for that, we have to also spread the Krishna consciousness. So Krishna is saying, one who can give this knowledge to a person who is non-envious, he is my dear friend or I will, I'm very, I'm friend with him. And then again, Krishna says at one place that I am friend with him and he is friend with me. When? Because, uh, I mean, I don't remember that particular shlok, but he, he mentions that, uh, uh, you know, when you try to spread or give this knowledge to someone, and he, if you try to be very uh, genuine, you should not be very, um, you should not be envious of anyone, and in that case, you will be my friend. And then when Krishna considers you a friend, and when you are non-envious, then he will impart this knowledge. Now, knowledge means we think that something like, you know, that, that is written in a book, like you can read it. But here it is very nicely, Prabhupada said in a purpose that knowledge or the devotion means he said that it is a, something practical. You have to do it practically. It's a devotional service. You have to do this. Uh, the word idam uh, jnanam, this knowledge, is referred to the pure devotional service. That is what is uh, Prabhupada is saying. And then he said that like uh, this can be done in the nine different ways. Or this, there are 
nine different limbs of uh, devotional service and then there are different moods in which you can uh, do this devotional service but as a as a uh, beginner or as a even even if we are advanced we have to always keep it in mind that like we are the servant and he is the master so do not try to like connect with krishna with some of this uh, you know bhava that like you know because this will be revealed to you automatically automatically after doing lot of practice you will realize that like you know i'm connected with krishna in this friendship way or i'm connected with krishna in this uh, uh, rasa of uh, matru rasa or pitru rasa but then if you try to force it from the very beginning it will not give you that benefit so in the beginning you have to always think about that like you know i am a servant and he is my master and in that mood you have to serve krishna then it is saying that uh, you know uh, anusuyate we, we had seen that word anusuyate and then one one is suyate so both words are there in this uh, just a second anusuyate is a word that is there in the last paragraph that prabhupada is explaining and that we just we explain that that means like non envious so you should not be envious then there are a couple of more points that uh, it is very nicely explained that like what chapters are there in the beginning before this nine chapters the first chapter is what first chapter is talking it is a introduction of a book then second chapter is having some spiritual knowledge and there are so many things but then when you come to the ninth chapter it is a very very pure devotional service that krishna is you know he is going to start explaining um, 9 10th and 11 so they are very important chapter and they are considered as a uh, you know purest and confidential knowledge so we will go with this is the most confidential we will go more and more and more and more confidential knowledge that we will gain about krishna from now on so you have to uh, prepare your mind to receive this knowledge and how can you prepare by serving properly and whatever whatever are the four regulative principles and activities told to us uh, you know we have to just follow that strictly and that is how you should prepare to gain this most important or most confidential knowledge so yeah i will just hold here for a second i'll just read couple of points uh, but is there anyone who want to add anything that you you were reading in this purport that you really like uh, please unmute and you can speak up hare krishna mata ji dhanvat pranam Uh, he explained actually very well about uh, anusuya vet because uh, we are thinking only about um, here as mentioned uh, genius of krishna but uh, as you mentioned whatever created by krishna if you are envious of that also it is uh, regarding um, considered as uh, envious of krishna <laughs> that was very nice understanding mataji and uh, mainly i uh, the main points i that stuck in my mind in here is gnanam and vijnana sahitam so how important is to get the knowledge and confidential knowledge it is very fortunate few people will be there who can get this uh, real knowledge of life and uh, after that how we get the realization of that realization actually has to come from inside that knowledge can be given from outside maybe but uh, the realization vijnanam should happen within us 
while churning the knowledge that we are, as uh, here it is said, we have to spend more time toward the devotional service and whatever we do, um, thinking of Krishna or um, offering uh, whatever we, uh, we, as we are read, um, read in the translations. So that is all uh, considered as a, a process that uh, where we can get the realization. Um, that's just, um, I want to add Mataji Hare Krishna. Very nice. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. Very nice, Mataji. And also one more point about the uh, gaining the knowledge that you have to get it from a bona fide spiritual master and who is also not envious about the Krishna. Now we were talking about the living entity so that includes all the animals also and then insects and all the resources also so it's not even about the living entities but like you know taking care of trees and uh, using the resources properly so you can see that like you know in the past uh, all these great uh, personalities they are like um, like tukara maharaj so he keeps saying that Brukshavalli, Amasoyere, so that means like all these trees are also like, they are also my uh, relatives or like you have to take care of even them also. So you have to, I mean, the uh, when you see a devotee who is very advanced, so he's not just chanting Krishna's name or telling Krishna's glories, but practically he is implementing it every moment. The way he behaves with the other devotees and every living entity is amazing. At the same time, he takes care of all the resources that had provided to uh, that had provided to him by Krishna. So everything in this material world, uh, he uses it very carefully for the service of the Krishna and will not, uh, you know, misuse anything or misuse any person or any living entity. And that is the right way of showing that you are not envious of Krishna. And then Krishna gives you intelligence or, uh, to understand more and more about like this knowledge deep and deep and deep. And also he gives you like opportunities and he sends the spiritual master from inside and out uh, to guide you at every moment. So it's very important. Uh, thank you so much, Mataji, for bringing that point again. Anything else? Any, you can say any one or two sentences, whatever you like so far, or you can add something new. Hare Krishna Mataji, uh, you actually opened up the conversation so well when you were explaining that word on the CVA. And then a few other things sort of started to come into place. Uh, so, you know, we read that in uh, Ishopanishad, Ishavasya it's like everything belongs to him. So, in previous chapters we've read, Krishna says, don't hanker, don't lament for things. So, everything belongs to him. It is he who decides how much he should give to others. How can we, if it is not ours, then think that I should get more or I should, I should, have, uh, I should face this kind of experience or that kind of experience? So all of that, the moment we have that kind of hankering, lamentation, uh, jealousy of others, etc., we are actually uh, being jealous of Krishna. So thank you so much for uh, you know elaborating on that. And the sentence that I was taken by in this is that uh, you know in the first paragraph, the last sentence, 
This cannot be achieved by the association of mental speculators or academic scholars, for it is realized knowledge. So again, how important it is and how many times Prabhupada keeps saying that, that you know, mental speculation, treating this as philosophy, thinking in your mind that, oh, it should be like this and it should be like that. It's, it's so insane. Uh, you have to go through a realized person. It's almost like, you know, you're learning a new language. We are all speaking material language. And uh, this is something like a completely different language. You have to go to the master of that language and then only you can learn that language. So transcendentalism itself is a different thing, completely different thing. And you cannot do it through your own speculation. So that was something that I really liked. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Beautiful point, Prabhuji. Thank you so much for bringing that. Thank you. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Yeah. Being a non-envious, you know, I think it's a very important verse. I mean, he answered very beautifully. It's for the, on the platform of the devotional services, you know. But Sometimes this definition uh, can be changed, uh, but the time and place, you know. Like uh, if we see in the reference of the 1.36 in the text one, uh, I mean chapter 1.36, when Arjun Maharaj is explaining to the Krishna Bhagavan, says, Papam eva shrey dasman hatvaitan atataina tasman narha vayam hantum dattarastan sabandavan svajanami katam hatva sukhina shamamadva. The scene will uh, overcome us if we slay such an aggressor. Therefore, it is not proper for us to kill the sons of the trust and our friends. What should we gain, O Krishna, husband of goddess of fortune? And how could we be uh, happy by killing our own kinsmen? Okay. This was Arjun Maharaj's questions. You know, the doubts. He trying to be kind and not want to perform his duty on the battlefield as a kshatriya. But at the same time, Atatayin uh, word comes, you know, where we see the our Indian civilizations, you know, has been destroyed by the aggressors in India. Many thousands of temples has been destroyed. It's ruined, and there was no mercy for the human beings, you know. In those times, if we try to practiced by being unsuive, unsuive. It's uh, the sastra is not telling its echo. So the purport, if you read on the 1.36, according to the Vedic injunctions, there are six kind of aggressors. Uh, the poison giver, one who sets a fire to the house, one who attacks with the deadly weapons, one who uh, uh, flunders the riches, one who uh, occupies the other other's land, one who uh, kidnaps a wife, 
such aggressor are at the ones to be killed uh, and no sin in a, in a, no sin is in occurred by killing such aggressors such a killing of aggressor is a quite beneficiary by any ordinary man but Arjun was not ordinary person okay the explanation is that so Ansuyave being a very kind do you think it is a beneficial for the uh, for us I mean who practice the Krishna conscious and it is reality of the life it's a time and place this Ansuyave where the could be used at that place it definitely changes the meaning of it there you know so uh, we have to look at the we see the Mahabharata war you know on the battlefields at certain points uh, the peace uh, was tried to establish but it did not establish you know and then war time comes so that's the time we have to be aggressive, you know. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's my point. Okay. Yeah. What you are saying is rightly pointed out, but then after even, um, so all this episode of Bhagavad Gita, Krishna uh, spoke uh, and told Arjuna because that, uh, that because he will become Anusuya, I mean, like he, sorry, because he will, that Anusuya will be removed. So he said that like even with the grudges also, you should not be fighting to your enemy. So it's not in the mood of punishing, uh, you know, uh, Dhrutra, uh, sorry, Dhritarashtra and his son, or it should not be in a, in a mood that, oh, they inserted my wife, so let me fight and I have to like, you know. So even Krishna spoke this Bhagavad Gita completely so that even uh, Arjuna should fight in a right mood. So when you, uh, this is correct that like, you know, someone is doing this, all these things, they should be punished. But then it should be very important that like, who is punishing them? Uh, it's like in the olden days, a king used to punish them. So <clears throat> if someone is doing murder, then they are supposed to hang and they, they are supposed to give this punishment so that their sins will be washed away and then they will start the new uh, life with a new account kind of like you know so it is very important that they should be punished properly and why because it's like you're punishing them and that is like you you're showering mercy because that bad karma will be washed away so in that mood a kshatriya should be should stand in the battlefield and then he fight so Krishna exactly was saying this Bhagavad Gita and everything to uh, Arjuna because he was not ready and all that we understand that. But at the same time, he should not be standing there in that uh, battlefield with with envious mood or like with, you know, with anger, with like all these uh, grudges, like, you know, because they did this, 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 this to us. No, he was standing there just simply that I am a representative of Krishna and Krishna asked me to do this, so I am doing it in a way of a devotional service. So punishing these people also will be done in a in a way of uh, doing it as a service. So in a like when when kings like the Dasharat Maharaj and they they were doing uh, perfectly their uh, duties, so they were also punishing people who were doing like wrong things. They were uh, 
uh, you know, because like taking care of kingdom is not a joke. Then they have to protect their borders, and if someone is attacking, they have to respond back. So when you are, uh, uh, it doesn't mean that like when you are non, I mean you should not be envious towards anyone. So that means let them fight. So no, you have to stand there. But then uh, in a mood that like it is my duty to protect this uh, complete kingdom. In that mood, uh, you know, uh, all the devotees who were king, they were protecting their kingdom. They were punishing each and every person. They were giving them like you know even the they were hanging them. They were giving them like you know uh, uh, so many other type of harsh punishments also. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they were doing it out of like jealousy or something. They were doing it perfectly, understanding that like their position is such. A, uh, their position is is, is 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 it comes with some responsibility. And Krishna had given me some responsibility that these people they had done the bad karma, and if I punish them, then their bad karma will wash away. So it is my duty to give it to them. So. This should be the mood. So, like, even if uh, someone is say, I mean, I was just uh, taking these classes for the kids, and I was thinking about the same thing: how to explain them law of karma. So, someone is bullying you; you have to stand for that. Like, you know, someone is troubling you; stand for it. So, but get, go with the proper channel. There is, there are other two ways. One is like, you know, just just keep keep uh, keep quiet and. Let them do whatever they are doing, and you suffer, suffer. That is, you should not be going for that way also. And the other way is like you take you take the things into your uh, hand, like matter into your hand. So that is like a taking law in your hand. And okay, this person is bullying me. I'll see him outside, and I'll collect some of my older brother, and I'll punish him. That is a wrong way. That comes with. Anusuya that comes with envious with with the anger, but here like you stand for it. It is also there is of course you are you suffer so there is a slightest of anger, but that is the right way to do it. So this is what I understand. So I um, if you want please comment on it. So uh, if am I is is this understanding right or is there is any other explanation? Feel free to do. Hmm. What about that's correct, Mother? You what you're saying exactly. I'm not have no argument about. What if it's a process going over and over, over and over, over and over? You know that's one happening. Look at our Indian history. You know, look at that. Over and over, over and over, aggressor has coming. Aggressor has been coming, and we just sitting. Oh peace, oh peace, non-violence, oh non-violence, oh non-violence. Has, that has destroyed many things, you know, and that mm. that's not mm. the point. It's, that's not has to be accepted, Matari. No, mm. yeah. L- look at that. Our mother and sisters had been raped and uh, killed and you know tortured over and over, over and over. How many times? Look at the Indian history. Over and over happens, they think, oh, these people are non-violence, aggressor, be aggressor, be aggressor. And and it comes to the disaster for our culture, you know. Some points we mm-hmm. have to stand, you know. Yeah, of course, our, I mean, that is what is this Bhagavad Gita is all about. You have to stand, no matter who is in front of you. If they had done the wrong thing, you have to 
you know, goes. But then going through proper channel and going in a right mood is is very very important. Going out of anger is 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 like even like I was just watching some movie or something, and then the person who was um, in a in a war. Uh, or something he had to take action but he said that oh you know what right now i am very angry so let me not take any action let me sit and calm down because if you go with anger definitely you will lose everything you are not in a right right you know right uh, mood to punish others or to even uh, properly do anything good for yourself so envy is something that we that eats you you from inside and envy doesn't mean that like envy means like some someone is having something and why i don't have it like you know i should be also having that why others are getting really good so why ye pakistan is doing so many wrong, wrong things to us other nations are doing wrong things to us why they are progressing but instead of that you know so this is envy but if they are doing wrong thing then stand stand up for that kill them do the war whatever you have to do you have to do that but then again you have to do it in a right mood and right so that is like what bhagavad gita teaches us do everything but in a right mood and right manner that is very important what your mood is so even like you know um, as a mother like my kids are doing anything wrong i have a uh kind of i can punish them or i can you know talk to them and then like tell them give them time out or something but like it, it, like a mother's mood is a perfect mood it's not never ever a angry or never ever a envy or nothing is there but if you go out and if there are other 10 children then you are not sure about your mood so you have to make sure that you are doing it in a right mood so that that same mood you have to carry a motherly mood that what the way you behave with your children you have to weigh the behave the same way with the other children so i am not saying that we have to suffer and ignore but and then rightly right now we are responding i mean india is responding very rightly to everyone and for everything they are doing uh, but you know but at a personal level what i will say that i am suffering 10 times why i am suffering 10 times so it is the suffering is coming to me because the way i had moved in this material world in my previous life if someone is like coming to me and torturing me ad- again and again that means something is there with like my karma account also so that is also another way of look at the things because i had seen that like you know um, like for example like my sister was suffering because her in-laws were like troubling and then he said okay i'll not talk to them but then he joined a job so people are you know kind of she is getting suffered in by the employees then she stopped that she is like you know neighbors are so if the suffering is there in your account because of your own bad karma and your you the way you had moved in your previous life you are going to go through those circumstances now what is important is that how you respond to that right now you uh, you have to suffer at the same time you have to respond also very carefully so that you will not acquire uh, any more bad karma in your account because this is again you have to go through that so we have to consider this this thing also so i will wait here if anybody would like to add anything please hari krishna mata ji tanmay pranam i remember the incidents of lord sri krishna during the battlefield <coughs> when uh, i think bishma uh, chariot start attacking and i think uh, arjuna's um, chariot chariot kind of you know comes arjuna arjuna comes under attack 
and lot kind of you know charges back with the wheel so what was that mood of lord was that the angry mood or what was that oh that, that's very nice so krishna because he is the supreme personality of a godhead and there is no fault in krishna so it was definitely not uh, anger but he was showing the mood of a he was actually satisfying his devotee lord bhishma because they are both connected in a mood of a chivalry i mean like their bhakti is like or the connection between the bhishma and lord krishna is that way so some some of the devotees they are there to uh, give ple- pleasure to krishna uh, where he can fight and show his uh, you know uh, fighting spirit uh so uh, very few devotees are like that and bishmacharya is one of them and that's why bishmacharya also uh, in the past had fought with uh, lords another, another incarnation that is a parshuram uh, it's a shaktyavesha avatar but he had given pleasure to parshuram also and then he gave pleasure to krishna also and krishna again uh, explains and very acharya explains that it was just to show Uh, or give that kind of a pleasure and take pleasure also i mean krishna also received that pleasure of like you know kind of a fighting and then standing there with uh, that chakra in hand but uh, krishna is is that's why we call him supreme personality of a godhead because there is no fault he is a achyut he is he will never fail so it was not the anger or it was not something which was out of envy or in, it was to give give a uh, bishmacharya pleasure and also to take pleasure from that particular uh, situation yeah there was a, a fulfilled uh, devotee's desire you know but bishma pitama was he had a desire that uh, krishna would come and fight with his weapon you know there was a, he he was the greatest devotee and uh, he fulfills his desire you know there was the that's what i was reading about it you know so hari krishna and also how to protect the devotees also mataji it is very uh, even if he had that uh, ratam of not holding any weapons he took the chariot wheel and they called him as a rathanga pani in that instance mm. so how, mm-hmm. how he comes uh, to protect uh, uh, the devotees uh, sincere devotees in the time of urgency yeah so yeah. both both purposes to protect his devotee as well as fulfill the his, uh, front uh, devotee's desire yeah he was he was taking care of many things krishna's acts are like that like one act will satisfy so many devotees and will serve so many purposes so multiple functions yeah and it that's what uh, prabhu ji you rightly point out it's very difficult to understand the activities of krishna we we read bhagavatam so many times but then it is it is very difficult to understand all these activities i mean uh, purpose behind it and if it is not you know rightly learned then there are lot of misunderstanding even bhagavad gita also people take it so wrongly uh while killing they think that like oh i'm not killing because bhagavad gita is saying and they do all, for all their own uh, benefits they kill people and then they say this uh, keeping bhagavad gita in hand and even we <clears throat> also hesitate introducing uh these uh, activities to someone 
who is not from you know hindu background or like who, who know very little about this so we also hesitated we think that oh how will i explain this part right i mean vishnu is doing this that it's very very difficult to understand his activities you yeah it's, uh, it's when krishna gives you right intelligence in the association of devotees then only like you know uh, you understand what he is doing yeah wonderful yeah but keeping always in mind that like uh, understanding always his position that he is the supreme personality of the godhead is having this different names are repeated in bhagavad gita he is achut he will never fall to take care of or protect his devotee so right now in this situation he is still protecting me in some or the other way even if i am suffering my body suffering but he wants to do something good to me he is he is the provider he is always everything that i receive it is from krishna i am not i am nothing so there is there should not be pride there should not be uh denial for what he is giving you so even like some mm, not that neti neti oh no i don't want i am a devotee i don't want opulence no because krishna is providing there is a purpose you use it for the right thing so all these basic things about the krishna if you just repeat it every day uh, you will understand uh, everything that is happening in your life and all these shastras very well that nice okay thank you so much thank you uh, anything else uh, um, prabhu ji that you uh, you like from today's purports or anything that you heard so far nitya gopal das prabhu ji also your explanation wonderful mata ji the way you explained this like uh, as you mentioned this point was very very different to understand but the way you explained the way i mean i was thinking you know kshetriya can understand this like point differently and brahmana can understand this point differently so that was i was thinking in my mind mataji because kshetriya oh. has the different mindset is suppose like they are mm-hmm. uh, protecting country and border so they have the different mm-hmm. mindset uh, so they cannot mm-hmm. go with the brahmana mindset that was i was thinking mataji I, i don't know is that right way i mean that is in, in a way like i mean because we have to we are forced to do or forced to think the way uh, our body is if we are in this uh, kshatriya body we think certain way we are in a but then again krishna is not uh, saying that like you know anything is wrong you are acting as per your nature but then if you add krishna to all these activities then this is all transcendental doesn't matter even if you are kshudra doing the activities just working serving but still the if krishna is added to everything it is it is it becomes perfect and understanding this particular situation if you are saying that like krishna holding the chariot um, is that the one you are saying that we understand is differently and kshatriya understand is differently uh no the I mean, uh, the prabhu ji was mentioning the uh, uh, india was invaded by aggressors so uh-huh. many times so that uh-huh. point no brahmana can understand differently and kshatriya can understand differently that's what i was because kshatriya uh, can immediately you know he he will have the plan to eradicate you know these elements because as a kshatriya mm. he has to protect the dharma and mm. it should not uh, tolerate any any activity against the dharma and religion and against the country 
तो क्षेत्रीय माइंड सेट विल टेक एक्शन बट ब्राह्मण माइंड सेट विल विल हैव द डिफरेंट एक्शन दैट वाज आई वाज थिंकिंग ऑन पॉइंट गुड पॉइंट या क्षत्रिय tolerance ability also very high kshatriya's tolerance ability so they also forgive uh, for a long time but then they you know um, yeah so it, it everyone is having a different way of thinking and approaching uh, but yeah it's it's all variety that krishna has created but then you know you have to understand what krishna wants and then act accordingly and that that is the right thing yes hare krishna mata ji Yes, yes. Like this is actually re- generating some questions or uh, doubts in my mind. So not that I have answer there, but I don't know where where there is aggressor. Uh, Shatriya or a Brahmana should think differently. Uh, the reason is mm-hmm. that is right. of the instances mm-hmm. in Shrimad Bhagavatam. So. when vena was made the king he is the father of uh, prithumaraj uh, he is uh, very irreligious causes pain to the society and the sages actually say that he need, he needs to die now so uh, you know similarly when we look at uh, vasishtha muni or whether we look at any other muni if their ashram is attacked if their cows were being taken they they fought for it so i don't know whether it is you know yes bhut daya is supposed to be there and brahmanas are supposed to be tolerant and they are supposed to live by those gunas and karmas but in certain situations they are supposed to uh, react i am not very convinced of whether it it is uh, clear as black and white that only this section of the society must act in a certain way and only that section of the society must act in a certain way hmm. so it's just a doubt i have now uh, your what you examples you had given is they are very right examples and then uh, brahmin doesn't mean that they are like you know weak or something like that they were very powerful brahmins were very powerful even those days like i mean and they had uh, there are so many even the dronacharya he was a brahmin but what he did is like we all know that like how um, you know drupad maharaj uh, you know he said and then he reacted certainly so it, this is yeah this is not that the brahmin should act certain way kshatriya it's like naturally uh, sometimes you respond in a different way because of the body uh, you are in that's what i was making the point that it it is not that i'm purposefully doing it it's it's just that uh, the way uh, you know your body is sometimes you react uh, in a certain way some kshatriyas they immediately respond back some will tolerate and they will say that okay let me forgive or let the time comes right some brahmanas also will give they have the ability to give like a uh, curse someone or you know 
bring them or make them into ashes in a in 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 few few minutes but then they can they still forgive and then they move and then sometimes they curse immediately so we had seen so many places and then uh, you know so so it is not like a certain rules are there but it is just that uh, the body responds differently that's what i was making point and i think prabhu ji was saying the same point but as you are saying that like for the person who is taking your or insulting your wife and then taking away your possession or a land or burning your house yeah in any body you are you will uh, you will want to punish them and you will fight for that kshatriya is having ability to do that by his own uh, but then uh, chudras or vaishyas will approach a kshatriya or a king brahmanas will you know they will give a shrap or something they will not even find they will just you know do something other way so response is different but they all will uh, stand for that like if you are you are supposed to uh, you know uh, stand for that or stand against that like you are not supposed to uh, keep on uh, suffering and okay let it be but of course then very high level devotees like very very high level devotees now it is not i'm talking about uh, some common general people or like you know mm, i'm talking about some devotees they even suffer that also thinking that it is my own karma so that is like a again a totally different uh, category uh, altogether and now we don't have to imitate or act uh, it's it's our whatever is our natural way it will come but then there are different ways that we people respond and it's not wrong and right but it is it is it is how you know uh, what what spiritual level they are what their body is and in that case this case to arjuna krishna is also saying that like you have to fight and arjuna went into battlefield with that spirit but then looking at all of them he felt that compassion that oh they will be all killed and for what for okay they insulted they burned my house okay i can can i forgive them i can forgive them that's what he felt that moment and uh, like in case of uh, i mean we also come to this situation that when when it comes to uh, some relatives they keep on like you know bother during you torturing you you suffer you know suffer 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 one day you think that okay i'll have to take this action but then when you go in stand in front of them you feel that oh they are my relatives should should i be doing that so it happens it's this these are all the things and all the situation are showed in the bhagavad gita there is nothing that is left i think that if you study carefully every mindset everything that can you know you know every response uh, possibility of response you can see in bhagavad gita that this can happen that can happen that can happen and nothing is kind of like you know wrong wrong but uh, of course you have to go with the dharma uh, go with you know your king and then the guru shastra and everyone is saying and do the proper things that is the right thing yeah re krishna madhaya remember the quick example like uh, how king shivaji protected the religion fighting back and at the same time how uh, sant uh, tukaram even though he had so many issues in the life he did not fight back he forgived and protected the religion preached to protect the religion at the same time king shivaji fought back and killed all the bad elements and protect the religion also so i It's like two different way of in example we can see both were you know following the lord's instruction but they still both of them supporting the 
and then he explained to shivaji maharaj that like as a kshatriya it is your duty and then like you know how everyone's duties are so uh, so vikas uh, prabhu this is a point prabhu ji is making that like you know what you are saying is absolutely correct that in that situation everyone should react like i mean every even if it is a uh, even if it is a if if it is a uh, brahmin brahmin bodies they should also stand for or respond back and even if they are kshatriya but uh, but prabhu ji is making this point that like if you are in a brahmin body and if someone is torturing you 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 try to kind of tolerate that like you know for a longer time um, and then try to um, you know change mindset of that person uh, other person so there is there are different ways nothing is right or wrong and then shivaji maharaj he fought uh, but that doesn't mean that we have to like you know kind of a follow any one of them like it is like our body and we will know what to do in that situation i think agree yeah yeah and, and i have quick yeah quickly remember one example as uh, because prabhu was mentioning even vena is from the bhagavatam when king vena wasn't following that time if i'm correct i remember the all the brahminas uh, uh, kind of you know killed him and took over you know even kshatriya wasn't yeah. doing their duty brahmanas you know made usually what happens you know kshatriya yeah. uh, protect protect the uh, religion and the guidance happens from the brahmana but if protect uh, of kshatriya fails to protect then brahmana brahmanas take over and uh, protect the religion yes. that's the example from the simad bhagavatam mm-hmm. vikas prabhu anything that are we in the right direction vikas prabhu what point you were making right the kind of thought yes mataji i think uh, we are perhaps saying the same thing in the sense that you know everyone has two types of duties till the point we are in the material uh, mentality we need to follow our uh, scriptural uh, injunctions so we will follow the varnashram dharma or we should follow varnashram dharma but even within varnashram dharma i believe that in most situations when situations happen to us personally we should react and we should, so as a brahmana uh i should be more tolerant i should forgive i should accept what is happening to me but when the same thing is happening to the society and the society is at a point where it can degenerate brahmana's duty is to protect religion and therefore for that he must fight is how yes. i think so when it comes to the person they should be tolerant but when it comes to other people the society in general mm-hmm. then they sh- they need to take action right when it comes to perfect. dharma very good point yes sir very nice. i see that yeah. yes. yes perfect 
then arjuna was rightly i mean as you are saying arjuna as a kshatriya he was standing there in the war but he was taking it personally he was saying that okay i can forgive it's just my wife that they were doing it and krishna was exactly trying to explain him explain him that like you are a kshatriya you are a king and this is this can happen to the society if the most powerful five you know five pandavas were if their wife can be insulted then what will happen to the society it's a very much need to punish these people uh, so this is how i understand like if you know perfect i think that's what and that's why i think a lot I men called arjuna why you thinking this one word he used uh, cow cowherd or something word lord had used uh Clive Bjorn. Yeah. Clive Bjorn. Yeah, yeah. Why, why this impurities came out to you? Yeah. He uses the word Hriday Dorbalya. I see. Yeah, yeah. Hriday Dorbalya. Yeah. Sorry, Mataji. Go ahead. Okay. No, thank you so much. Wonderful mm. discussion. We can continue, but then I think uh, it's it's eight forty-five. We can stop here and next time join for the next two shlokas. It was amazing discussion. So please join, please participate. It's, it felt so good <laughs> uh, today morning. Thank you again. Thank you so much, Bye. everyone's explanation, examples, and uh, you know uh, that shows that like how much everyone is studying it. Uh, this scripture. routinizingly so thank you so much for your association i'm really my sunday starts very nicely because of this association thank you again wonderful thank you so much mataji thank you hari ृपया पावन हरे कृष्ण हरे कृपा सिंधु के एवं चपति तानाम पावन मुक्त वैष्णवी वैष्णवी नमो नमो